This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. Coming up, we'll talk about a crucial component to your health, your teeth, and how you can get a brand new smile in just one day. We'll talk to the folks at BC Perio. That's coming up. But first, some of the consumer news headlines from the past week. 20,000 Tesla vehicles here in Canada and nearly 363,000 vehicles in the U.S. are being recalled. There are concerns with Tesla's full self-driving system because it apparently, quote, misbehaves, unquote, around intersections and doesn't always follow speed limits. That's according to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration in the U.S. Even though Tesla CEO Elon Musk says that full self-driving vehicles don't need human intervention. If you look at the Tesla website, it says that the cars, the Tesla cars, cannot drive themselves and owners must be ready to intervene at all times. According to Transport Canada, Tesla will notify Canadian owners by email and supply an over-the-air firmware update. BMO Capital Markets Chief Economist Doug Porter says hope springs eternal that housing activity may be close to hitting bottom. But he thinks the housing market is still digesting the Bank of Canada's aggressive interest rate hikes and that home prices will fall another 10 to 15% from their peak a year ago. Those prices have already plunged 10%. The Canadian Real Estate Association reports that home sales fell 37.1% year over year in January as the average prices fell 18.3%. Indigo Books and Music has created a temporary website for customers, but says it can only be used for browsing. You can't buy anything. The retailer says it continues to work hard to restore its website after a cybersecurity breach hit the company more than a week ago. It was devastating for Indigo. They haven't been able to process electronic payments or offer sales on the website since then. Canada is already planning to increase immigration, but experts say it's not enough to fix the labor market. According to Statistics Canada, recent immigrants are less likely to see their skills and education utilized than Canadian-born workers, while new and recent immigrants are overrepresented in certain industries, including transportation, warehousing, accommodation, and food services. Toronto immigration lawyer Sergio Caris says government policies have created a mismatch between the specific skills employers are looking for and the skills of the immigrants being approved, something that needs to be addressed. Basketball legend Michael Jordan is donating 10 million bucks to the Make-A-Wish Foundation to celebrate its uh, his 60th birthday. It's the largest donation by just one person in the organization's 43-year history. Jordan has supported Make-A-Wish since 1989 and has granted hundreds of wishes to critically ill children all over the world. He is one of the most requested celebrity wish granters. I guess a lot of kids, when they're asked what their number one wish would be, it would be to meet Michael Jordan. This is Vancouver Consumer. And coming up, we'll talk about your dental health and how you can get a brand new smile sometimes in one day with the folks from BC Perio. Stick around. 
This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong. Are you missing a tooth or two or, or more? Or maybe you're getting sick and tired of dentures. Well, dental implant technology is becoming more and more common as people find they can get a new healthy smile sometimes in one day. That's because of new technology, materials being used, techniques that make it quicker and comfortable. And at the forefront of all this new technology and technique, is uh, a place right here in the Lower Mainland. The BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. They have an amazing staff of very experienced professionals like our guest right now. I won't say how many years he's been doing this, but it's been a lot. <laughs> many, many years. Dr. Ron Zokel. Hi, hi, Dr. Zokel. <laughs> hi, Martin. You're absolutely right about those numbers. <laughs> it's a lot. I think I won't say the actual number, but people can rest assured if they go to BC Perio, uh, the the uh, the hours in the chair are there. Uh, the years and years of experience, and and you're also a teacher too, right? You you are involved in the whole community of dentistry, not only in the Lower Mainland but around the world, right? That's true, and I think anybody dedicated to their field takes on the responsibility of helping the profession get better by helping educate the dentists in their early learning curve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Giving back. And, and the thing with this kind of uh, technology implants, uh, I guess the technology is changing all the time, right? Oh, it is. Uh, implants have been around all thousands of years, not hundreds of years, but thousands of years. And it continually involves even, even at this point. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. I, I, I remember you telling me about, uh, they, they used to use coral implants like thousands of years ago. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> back in the days when we were trying to find a substitute for a missing tooth, they did whatever they could. And coral looked pretty good. You get a little piece of coral shell, for example, it looks close to a tooth. So they stuck it in. Yeah, insane. Uh, we're talking to Dr. Ron Zokel, one of the professionals at BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. And I should mention, if you go to their website, bcperio, P-E-R-I-O dot C-A, bcperio.ca, you can find out everything that they do. Uh, they're at, uh, they have two locations in the Lower Mainland, one on West Broadway in Vancouver, one on Johnson Street in Coquitlam. And uh, like I say, bcperio.ca is the place uh, to go online. Um, and uh, Dr. Zoko, we talk a lot about the process of getting dental implants at BC Perio, how it's quick, it's comfortable, it's the healthy way to deal with the loss of your teeth in the long run. But I want to start big picture. And uh, I want you to talk about how dental implants and, uh, and, and everybody at BC Perio are literally empowering people. How important to people's lives is a good, healthy, attractive smile? Wow, uh, that's, that's a big subject. And yeah. I would say on, from a health perspective, for sure, but also a socially acceptable uh, relationship with both business and personal life and things like that are all part and parcel of having not only a healthy mouth, but a nice looking smile as well. So it all comes together and, and, and good on the people who have a, a nice looking smile that 
keep their teeth regularly, keep them healthy and stable, and they'll spend the least amount of money and get the maximum benefit out of a really, really healthy mouth. Yeah, that's a, an interesting way of looking at it. It's both uh, uh, from a health perspective and from, I guess, a physical health and mental health, because there's all these studies that show people who have a are are proud of their smile, or as opposed to people who who feel self conscious and they're afraid to open their mouth in public. Um, there's all sorts of studies about how those people uh, have better mental health. They do better in business, all those kind of things. And, uh, I guess you've seen that firsthand. Well, that's very, very true. And if I might add the, I think there is an attractiveness to people who have self-confidence and when you're confident that your smile looks good to everybody else and you, your body language portrays that you become attractive to more people, both from a social and a business perspective. Yeah, and I think a, a lot of people already know about the physical, uh, the physical importance of having a healthy mouth. But but maybe discuss that a little bit about how how important it is to to make sure your your teeth are are healthy, that you keep infection to a minimum. How does that affect your entire body? Oh, quite a bit actually, and and I think it's important to keep in mind that that gum disease or periodontal disease around natural teeth or implant related disease around implants has starts with usually a lack of hygiene more than anything else. When we are, when we are, have our full adult teeth and we're healthy and stable, everything is aligned properly. You bite properly. Everything's in balance in the mouth and keeping it that way is the easiest thing there is. You lose a tooth and now the imbalance starts and you have to make a decision at that point. Do I allow it to continue and get a lot worse or do I do something about it? Like putting a single implant in and keeping it healthy and stable, regain that balance and you could be stable for many, many, many decades after that. Mm -hmm. So you should go to bcperio.ca Find out what they're about. As I say, they've got two locations, one on Broadway, 777 West Broadway in Vancouver, and one on Johnson Street in Coquitlam. Uh, you can also give them a call, 604-872-0222. So let's, uh, let's talk about uh, people who are wearing dentures. Maybe they're getting sick and tired of dentures. Um, if they go to BC Perio for a consultation, what kind of options uh, can you provide somebody who who has dentures, uh, you know, and, and maybe maybe wants to try something else? Well, there are there are a number of options, and one of the first things is a new set of dentures. That's a possibility. However, most people who are looking for some alternative treatment other than the dentures they have are looking for something that has teeth that are more solid in the mouth that don't fall out or don't move around a whole lot. Uh, there is a starting option, if you will, which is maybe just a couple of implants on the bottom jaw that just keeps the lower denture in place easier. Doesn't lend an awful lot to improvement of biting structure, but but will improvement improve in the mobility of the lower denture, which is the worst of the two. The other solution is to put enough implants in, implants in the upper or lower jaw, so that the teeth are fixed directly to the implants, which are fixed directly to the bone structure, thereby making uh, their bite as close to as natural as when they had all their teeth in the first place. So that that's interesting. I guess that's why it's worth a visit to BC Perio, because like you say, it's not an all or nothing thing. If you come in and you're getting a little frustrated with dentures, it doesn't mean you're going to throw away the dentures and get a full 
a mouthful of implants, you that you may indeed do that. That might be the right option, but maybe the option, like you say, is is something like a couple of implants that can anchor the denture. So, so probably uh, people need to talk to you first to find out uh, what's best for them. Well, I think that would be the most valuable thing to do, Martin, is to find out what your limitations are, what the possible solutions are, and then make a decision from that point. Mm-hmm. And that's why uh, Dr. Ron Zokel is uh, one of the professionals, a dentist at BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center, uh, West Broadway in Vancouver, Johnson Street in Coquitlam, bcperio.ca. Um, and uh, I've been reading all about uh, all the technology that goes into this. And I guess one of the biggest uh, sort of uh, technical breakthroughs is the imaging, the way you can uh, look into someone's mouth and, you know, get an idea of where the bone structure is and uh, where you're going to put the implant. How important is imaging, first of all, to this whole process of dental implants? Well, I think it's critical to delivering a high quality service with understanding what your limitations are and what you have to do to get the job done properly. Uh, Back when I got started in this field, uh, we had nothing to work with that made any sense. Uh, we had two-dimensional imaging, which means you could see in two dimensions, but you could see the third dimension, which gives you volume. Today, we got CBCT scans, which we can see the bone structure three-dimensionally. And that's a massive, massive improvement in our ability, not only to see the disease, but see how we can rebuild those particular areas with the greatest amount of predictability. Right. And I guess the fact that you don't have to get in there and root around looking for things, it makes it a lot more comfortable for the patient. It means a lot less intrusive uh, work has to be done. I I think that's true. And then sometimes you're startled by the fact that when you take a look at the image, you see much more damage than you could see otherwise. And therefore, the treatment is much more significant in its depth and, and sophistication in order to get a good result. That's as I say, predictable, but it works on both directions. One to show the ease of it, the other to show how difficult it's going to be once you get in there. And when I talked to Dr. Birdie the last time, he was very excited about uh, a CT scan machine. I think it was called the iCat Flex machine. That's correct. That's absolutely yeah. correct. And the beauty of it, I see, if you take a look at CT scans, CT scans in the medical world have a massive amount of radiation energy that's put through the body to get those scans. The CBCT scanners, like the ICAT flex that you mentioned, is what we have at BC Perio. And this emits a very, very tiny fraction of the radiation to see the full volume of the upper and lower jaws. And that makes it very valuable to use without risking the patient in exposure to X-radiation. Yeah, so that's a, that's a, an important thing because, uh, because it's not like a typical dental X-ray. You're getting like 3D imaging. You're getting a lot of information, right? Oh, absolutely. And today, it, it's pretty much become the standard of care. It's not an exception anymore like it used to be when CBCT scans first came out for dentists. But today, I, it's becoming pretty much a standard of care. We're talking to Dr. Ron Zokel, a dentist at BC Perio. bcperio.ca is where you can see everything they do. You can get a get a glimpse of of the offices, which are are very lovely. 
Um, beautiful view. Uh, the one in West Broadway has a, just a great view. So uh, I guess, um, how important is the view to the, to the whole process? Because, because <laughs> the thing I hear from, from patients is that it's a, it's a friendly place and it's a comfortable place. <laughs> Martin, if I watch the view all day long and get no work done. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not really for you though, because you, your view is, is helping us. If you're well, fixing our uh, teeth. Yes, indeed. And and our patients will see the view when they sit down and before I get into the room or something like that, and they can appreciate the beauty of downtown Vancouver from a height. And that was just a spectacular view, as you mentioned. Once I come in, uh, we settle down to work. And of course, the view is secondary at that point. Yeah. <laughs> but how important, as as a dentist, how important is it to you to make the uh, the patient feel comfortable? Oh, that's critical. Uh, I don't know that there is many things that are more important than making sure that your patient trusts you and believes in your skills and abilities and can provide a service for you that is uh, to their long-term advantage. And, and that goes to trust. It goes to their comfort level as well. So I, I don't think you can understate the importance of having the patient uh, comfortable in your office. Yeah, I think that's important. And it, it's something that's slowly changing, I think, when it comes to people at the dentist. Because I remember when I was younger, the idea of going to the dentist just filled you with dread. And everyone would joke about how they hated going to the dentist. But uh, hopefully uh, that's uh, kind of over. Uh, we're talking to Dr. Ron Zokel. He's a dentist at BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. Go to bcperio.ca. Uh, their phone number is 604-872-0222. If you're sick of dentures or you're missing some teeth, you can get a, a new smile sometimes in one day. And we'll talk about that, about the fact that you can get a new smile in one day as well. We'll dispel some of the myths about dental implants. And that's when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong. And on Vancouver Consumer this afternoon, we're talking about your dental health with Dr. Ron Zokel. He is a dentist at BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center, just one of many professionals with years and years of experience in uh, keeping your smile healthy. They have two locations, one on West Broadway in Vancouver, one on Johnson Street in Coquitlam. Go to bcperio.ca. And before the break, we were talking about how important it was to make uh, make the patient feel comfortable at the dentist. And it, it sort of seems to me like that sort of, uh, stereotypical image of the dentist as someone who, who brings a lot of pain, uh, is kind of lifting. And especially at BC Perio, because I think, uh, comfort is at the forefront, isn't it? Well, it is. And if you don't mind, I think there are a lot of dentists who are focused on this many, many, many decades ago. And, uh, and and I feel very comfortable in saying that the great majority of dentists today are actually really figuring, figuring out exactly how to help a patient without making them anxious. Right, 
Right. And that kind of brings us to uh, a list I, I have found of the most common misconceptions about dental implants. And uh, we're talking about the kind of implants that BC Perio provides. And uh, maybe you are wearing dentures and you're, you're getting a little sick of them. And maybe uh, you are just missing a few teeth or a lot of teeth and it's affecting your life in a big way. Uh, they can provide you with a dental implant or more, sometimes in a day. We'll talk about that in a second. But uh, one of the most uh, common misconceptions that people have about dental implants is that they're painful. Uh, and, uh, you know, speak to that, Dr. Zogel. Yeah, uh, thank you for that question. This is a an area which we find a lot of differences from one clinician to another and such. It's been our experience, especially mine, that placing a dental implant is really not much different in, in its discomfort level than doing a, a regular filling on a tooth. And in most cases, sometimes even less uncomfortable. So when, when I hear of people having pain when they have dental implants placed, I think of a disease process that's happening or a surgery where not all the disease was taken care of at the time of implant placement. And it's been my experience that dental implants ought not to be painful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I, I got a dental implant. I have one, and I got it many years ago. And when I heard about the process of the dental implant, it kind of, uh, I, I wouldn't say it scared me, but it made me think about it because, you know, the, the, the implant is, it grows into the bone. And uh, I, I may be oversimplifying that, but it sounds like something that's very intrusive. But I was surprised at how, how relatively painless it was. In truth, uh, that's very true. And when we think about a lot of factors like taking a tooth out, but also uh, the, the process of, of um, rebuilding the bone structure or doing a bone graft or things like that, if we concentrate as, as surgeons to provide these procedures and keep the, I talk about the oral environment, the bacteria from the mouth out of that surgical site, the healing is very, very uneventful and incredibly comfortable, surprisingly so for many people. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the most common misconceptions about dental implants. Also on the list is uh, the idea that they don't last a long time. What do you think about when you hear that? <laughs> I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> It, it depends on a number of factors. I believe that there is nothing we do in dentistry that has a greater potential to last a whole lifetime than a dental implant. Now, the caveat to that, the, the thing to keep in mind is you got to keep it healthy. And if you'd mm -hmm. clean it just like you'd clean a tooth or very, very similar to cleaning a tooth and just go about your routine on a regular basis and take care of it, it will last you a lifetime. Yeah, but those people who... Yeah, those people who resort back to the old ways of and why the tooth was lost in the first place may suffer a similar consideration for that implant. It may not last as long. Right. And uh, yeah, I think that's worth uh, repeating that uh, of all the things you can get, any dental procedure, uh, a dental implant has the potential to last the longest of any of them. And I know my my single tooth, I feel like I talk about the one implant that I have. I should give him a name, like Carl or something. But my, <laughs> but my tooth, Carl, um, is something I never think about 
except when I talk to you. It, it has become like just a regular tooth and I have no problems with it. I keep it clean. I floss every day. Uh, but it really is one of those things that you get it and you forget it. Well, that's the way we'd like to have it all happen. And I might be dating myself a little bit because some of the cases that I have in place that are there for over 40 years have been there because the hygiene, the, the main factor is the ability of the patient to keep it clean. The hygiene is there. This implant will last a very, very long time, probably uh, longer than you'll be alive. Right, right. And that brings us to the other common misconception about dental implants. They're not for older people. They're only for young people. Uh, <laughs> but that's not true, is it? Well, you might want to tell that to my latest patients, 94 years old and receiving in dental implants. Nice. <laughs> 94 years. That's great. Well, you, you know, people, I, I've heard said, and some people will say, well, I'm, I'm getting on in years. I'm not that vain. It's not been my experience. I, I think a lot of people, whether in their 70s, 80s, 90s, whatever, still want to look good to other people. That vanity, while it might change a little bit, is still there for a lot of people. And if they, the smile is such an important factor for them that they will have these procedures. And if they're healthy, then the implant is not a problem. It's easy to do and is predictably uh, uh, successful. And vanity is a harsh word for that because I think uh, having a smile that you, that you, that I, I was going to say that you're proud of, you might not even think about it. Just being comfortable and self-confident enough to open your mouth and to smile and to speak freely. I, I think that goes beyond vanity. I think that it just is, is basic self-confidence. Hey, well, yeah, vanity is, and I, I think some people think that this five letter word is actually a four letter word. It's actually not bad. It's, it's the right thing because you're right. When people think they feel good, and they look good to other people, they're going to be that this confidence factor that we talked about earlier. I think it's so critical and it can really improve one's quality of life. But it's a personal decision for every person as to when they start doing this and when they stop doing these things. Right. So if you're thinking of, uh, you know, doing some, uh, doing some, uh, I don't know what, I almost called it maintenance, but uh, let's just say it's, it's self-care. Let's call it self-care, getting a new tooth, getting maybe a number of new tooth, maybe replacing dentures, go to bcperio.ca and find out about them. And then you can go in for a consultation and a consultation, as we have learned is really important because it's not all or nothing. Uh, if you go in, if you have dentures, uh, you're, you're not going to just be told to get rid of the dentures and get a mouthful of implants. Perhaps it's just a couple of implants that support the dentures, or maybe it is all implants, it, whatever works for you. And I think that's why if you go to bcperio.ca, it can be so valuable to have a consultation. They'll, they have two locations, one on West Broadway in Vancouver, one on Johnson Street in Coquitlam. And uh, we're talking to Ron Zokel. Dr. Ron Zokel, about uh, uh, the most common misconceptions about dental implants. And uh, talking about vanity, um, that brings us to our final one, the most common misconceptions about dental implants, is that they look fake. And huh. uh, I, I, I think that's an easy one to dispel, hey? No, and in my lectures, it's interesting to note that some people, probably in their 30s, 40s, 50s, have some deterioration of the teeth in their mouth. And then one tooth has to be lost. And after we take the bad tooth out, the disease, and do the bone grep with the implant in, and then put a tooth on the implant, I show the end result of it. 
it frequently looks better than any other tooth in the mouth. And it is one that looks like the most natural undiseased tooth that they have in their mouth. Uh, so may, somebody who suggests it doesn't look like a natural tooth, I think just hasn't met the right person. Right, right. So those are the most common misconceptions that they're painful. No, uh, they last a long time. And that's, uh, that's the truth uh, of the dental implant. Also uh, that they do not look fake and they're not for older people. Just ask uh, Dr. Zokel's 94-year-old patient <laughs> who's getting a new, a brand new implant and uh, moving on to a new chapter. Um, so let's talk a little bit about um, how important uh, keeping your, your mouth healthy. Because if you have uh, like even one tooth that's missing, it's a good idea to, to get it looked at because all every year that goes by with no tooth in place... That, that means a degeneration of the bone, right? Yes, but not only degeneration of the bone. As I mentioned before, teeth are in a balance. So when you miss one tooth, other teeth will want to shift to fill that gap in one form or another. That tooth shifting causes imbalance in the bite and sometimes excessive biting forces on the teeth that are shifted, causing them to be lost early as well. So this is not a simple little, oh, I'm missing a tooth that doesn't look good thing. This is how do I keep myself stable for the next 45, 50, 60 years of my life? Uh, people who lose their tooth for the first time are often in their early years, but the long term is a significant factor and that is keeping everything healthy and stable and in balance. Right. And the, that's sort of the thing I'm getting from our conversation this afternoon is that there are a lot of different factors that go into every single person, that every person's different. And having a consult, a consultation at BC Perio uh, is really important because it's not like you decide what you want and then you go in and then BC Perio does it. You go in, you talk to them and they find out what's right for you. Would you say that's true? I think that's very true. And people will often come in and, and say, what do I need? And I say, quite frankly, you don't need anything. What is it you would like me to do for you that's going to make your life better? And it might be zero. Uh, the point is, is that the patient's health and stability uh, is the most important factor, whether it be doing nothing or putting an implant in, whatever it might be, whatever helps that patient get through their life most effectively is important. So go to bcperio.ca and uh, you can set up a consultation and, uh, you know, sit down with Dr. Ron Zokel or one of the other professionals there and figure out what's right for you. And, uh, you know, when you're dealing with somebody like uh, Dr. Zokel, uh, you're dealing with someone who has literally years and years and years of experience with dental implants. They were there from kind of the beginning of the modern era of dental implants, and they've seen the technology change and, uh, and you stay on top of it. And I know that you travel the world and I always have to ask you this, uh, what's the next stop on your, your world tour? You're, you're sometimes teaching, you're also learning. Um, where are you going next? Well, the next stop is Johannesburg, South Africa in May. <laughs> I knew it'd be somewhere <laughs> cool. So what are you going to, what are you going to do there? So we're, we're lecturing uh, to a group of dentists uh, in Johannesburg, but I think I'll take a few moments and, and uh, do a safari as well and take advantage of a place that I haven't been to in the past. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Well, that's great. Well, that's just the kind of expertise you're going to get at BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. Uh, Dr. Zokel, always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for taking the time. Thank you, Martin.
Go to bcperio.ca for all the information. They're on Broadway in Vancouver, Johnson Street in Coquitlam, and uh, they will uh, fix you up. bcperio.ca. Coming up, we're living in the days of the $20 cheeseburger. So why is a cheeseburger getting so expensive? One restaurant wants to show you with a complete cost breakdown, and you might be surprised where that 20 bucks goes. That story is next when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong, and I'm sure I don't have to tell you that the prices we're seeing at restaurants around the Lower Mainland have really jumped. And it's especially noticeable when you're suddenly looking at a menu showing a hamburger that's over 20 bucks. Well, the people who run one restaurant in Victoria got so sick of answering questions about why a cheeseburger and fries was now $21.50 at their restaurant that they decided to do something about it. So the manager of Ferris's Grill and Garden Patio mounted a sign on the front door showing the breakdown of the cost of a cheeseburger and fries. The restaurant says they just want to be transparent in these days of rising menu costs. So what does go into a $21.50 hamburger? Well, the most expensive part is not even the ingredients. It's the labor of the $21.50, $9.14 goes to staff wages and their health benefits. Then comes the ingredients. Ferris's says their cheeseburger and fries take $7.10 worth of food to make. So after labor and food costs is the rent of the place that costs a buck 44 for every burger. Restaurant supplies are 50 cents and down the line with things like insurance repairs and credit card fees, all, all costing a bit as well. So the total cost to the restaurant for your cheeseburger and fries is $20 and 25 cents, which leaves a profit for the restaurant of $1 and 25 cents. And keep in mind, The numbers on the poster displayed at the restaurant came from 2022, and food prices have gone up even more since then. So the profit margin is razor thin. So it's an extremely challenging time for everybody, but especially restaurants. Ian Tostenson, CEO of the BC Restaurant and Food Services Association, knows that all too well. Things have eased up in terms of inflation, but just a bit. Another problem for restaurants is, As you can see by the cost rundown of the burger, labor costs have gone way up. There is currently a serious labor shortage when it comes to restaurant workers in B.C. The provincial government is also not making it easier for restaurants by adding on costs such as employer health tax, which was brought in to replace medical services plan premiums in 2019, plus uh, five days of paid sick leave. It also raised the minimum wage, though most employees at full-service restaurants make more than the minimum wage anyway, especially with the restaurants desperate to find and keep staff. Tostenson told Vancouver is Awesome that he doesn't argue with these Vancouver rules, but it's just that the government imposed them without showing much appreciation for how precarious things already were for restaurants, many of which piled up debt while trying to stay afloat during the pandemic. So though COVID may be behind us, 
a lot of restaurants are still feeling the effects. Tostenson has one thing he feels the government can do to help, though. The province has a certification process for restaurants that want to employ skilled foreign workers. Sounds great. But the backlog is a mess. Sometimes it takes months to get through this process. Tostenson figures if the government could cut the red tape faster, the province wouldn't lose so many people who choose to go somewhere else. So the bottom line is, it's getting expensive to eat out, but if you have a favorite restaurant, think about throwing them some business. Maybe grab a cheeseburger. This is Vancouver Consumer. We're here two to four every Saturday afternoon. I want to thank our producer, Leo Coelho. I'm Martin Strong. We'll see you next week. The news on CKNW is next. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.